another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to the Dark Crystal. Minute. And begin all the same big change. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. And now once more the world must undergo a time of testing. It is time, time to return to the castle. There is much to be learned, and you have no time. Hello and welcome to the Dark Crystal Minute. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm Sydney. And today we are going to talk about uh, Minute 26 of the Dark Crystal. For those of you playing at home, um, we're going to be discussing between 25 to 26 minutes of the Dark Crystal for uh, a recap of what happens in this minute. So Jen finally arrives at Olga's observatory, admiring the contraption, and Olga explains about the heavens to Jen. So I, I guess, you know, first of all, I mean, we sort of talked a little bit about it before, but I mean, uh, in the previous minute, but like I will say like in this minute, it's it's such a big sort of moment you know seeing when the doors open up and he sees the observatory for the first time just music the music i know from trevor jones just incredible stuff yeah and i mean for me it's like one of my favorite um if there was any sets i love to to be in you know to you know uh would be of course besides the castle of the crystal the crystal chamber would be yeah, yeah th- this one would be a close second sort of thing oh totally. um yeah what about what, what about yourself like what you know sets if you got to revisit any set from the dark crystal oh what would be, yeah. that's a tricky yeah. one because <laughs> because uh, yes the castle would be amazing but i think i would <laughs> i i think it would depend if there were whether or not there were actually live puppeteers on set at the moment because uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if there were puppets actively living around me i would want to be in the swamp ah uh, yes yes to see all the flora and fauna and all of the um all of the living creatures that are everywhere and you know meet all the puppets and you know because i got i got a little deep in me not to yeah to divert to age of resistance but yeah yeah. (laughs) or or a little kira rather i have a lot of kira in me and so i feel like i would love to hang out in that swamp and meet all the puppet friends but agra's orrery is definitely up there though and in terms of this moment in the movie it's one of those ones that kind of feels like the first time every time because the the juxtaposition of going from that that almost perfect blackness almost mm, yes yeah to the doors opening and then what <laughs> like it's just so um mesmerizing all of a sudden and i've you know i was only four i think the first time i saw it and in my mind i feel like i can recollect uh, i can recall what it what it felt like at the time to see it for the first time because i still have that just like oh, wow like yeah, everything yeah. about for the music and just up until that point in the movie we hadn't seen anything that looked quite like this device and uh the architecture of of Argra's, uh, her observatory and i've had the privilege of watching the film with several people over the course of my life as they're seeing it for the first time uh even even in the last couple of years i've done that because uh with age of resistance coming out i've tried to like introduce more people to this you know oh you got to watch the movie so let's watch it and like making my friends watch it for the first time and 
every single time it's that scene and the doors open there's always a yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, what yeah, is yeah. that? That is cool. Yeah. And yeah. also being a teacher, I've introduced it to uh, classrooms of, of students from like middle school and high schoolers. And the it's interesting how the generations perceive things and make their own connections because um, high schoolers and middle schoolers nowadays, um, when they see this, their first instinct, I've heard it from so many kids, they see Agra's uh, device and they go, wow, that's really steampunk. <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> I never thought about that. I know, I yeah, know okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I, can, I can say that now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, see, it was steampunk before, you know, steampunk was... I yeah, mean, that's that the thing. Was... When did steampunk actually became a thing? So that's like, a little like, tidbit of knowledge. Was it way but... before Dark Crystal? You know, before no, the eighties? Be, no, because the um, the principle of what we know as steampunk, the the idea of it was sort of developed by uh, an author called Tim Powers, um, and he, you know, the idea of adding that sort of aesthetic to a Victorian setting yes, you know yeah, obviously victorian the victorian era, yeah. era was mm. well before you know dark crystal or any of this but we didn't assign a sort of stylized aesthetic aesthetic of steampunk to it until um i think it was the late 80s early 90s when when the the term was sort of coined and it didn't really it didn't start becoming like a trendy thing until you know in in the 2000s when we started really making it a thing so it's interesting that when we were kids even nobody our age when we saw it for the first time would have thought that yeah 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 make the <laughs> but, yeah, yeah associated with steampunk yeah, yeah. and i think and nowadays, i think yeah, yeah and i think it's so trendy yeah and i think um i mean i could be wrong but i, I think like with video games i, I think especially i think bioshock yeah. might have I was been that say, was yeah that I, was the other game that's that sort of gonna be the a lot next of, thing yeah. <laughs> that i've had students like literally say oh that reminds me of bioshock like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they see that thing so yeah I, yeah it's it's so cool how it's sort of permeated that style is still whether whether we're giving credit to the steampunk movement or not but it it is interesting how the visual style that that henson and froud came up with for augur's observatory has bled into other things like that and um where yeah i, I have no problem saying well, when that, i look at bioshock actually... and going yeah jim henson inspired that well <laughs> I, I can just think about it now because of course with the ori that was that wasn't built by Olga. I mean, it was actually built by the Erskex. Exactly. Um, the Erskex um, built the um, the Orrery, and um, now I'm just thinking about the Erskex homeworld. If if that homeworld will actually be a bit more steampunk, you know? Um, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's highly know, possible. Well, yeah, yeah. I know I had a little glimpse of it in, in I think in the creation myths, but you still don't really, you know, it was just like yeah. a really glimpse of the world, but you don't really see too much yeah. of it, but. Just that is a really it. good yeah. point. Mm. This orrery is the closest thing we get to a glimpse at what the Urskex world was like, because this is the only thing really on Thra that remains of their unity. The only thing that remains of their still being together. Everything else is like we have the Valley of the Mystics and we have the Castle of the Skexis, and that's it. We don't really see anything else except for this orrery that still has that very particular look of these two things are united 
and it's and it's so many different shapes all happening at once moving in all different directions sort of representing like symbolizing that nothing is just one piece everything is made up of parts <laughs> oh yeah 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 such yeah, a very complicated mo- piece like yeah yeah it's, yeah but always it, moving in different directions at once and, yes yeah <laughs> you know can't have one without the other if you if you were to chop off one leg of that thing the whole thing would break but it looks like so chaotic but it's all very specific and it's just yeah if the earth gets world looks like that like bruh, crazy that'd be so cool yeah absolutely yeah and like a um, good video game <laughs> oh totally i know and um i guess like one of the things i just sort of thought about just sort of as a funny thing because you know of course you know when you see um august sort of popping in out of nowhere um yeah. it actually made me realize oh she actually got into the observatory pretty like pretty quick you know like yeah you know before before jen you know so yeah i just find it actually pretty funny it's like you know whether the you know because it's like you would have heard that you know her going through the door yeah um, she does yeah. waddle in ahead of him <laughs> yeah. as he's still like falling from the from the vines and everything but you know she she's not she doesn't seem to be moving all that fast but then again she knows exactly where she's going yeah exactly yeah 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 so um she just is yeah we don't ask questions about (laughs) her because we're not gonna get solid answers yeah (laughs) i know never don't ask her how she did it all that matters is that she did it (laughs) yeah exactly yeah but yeah such a great like little yeah moment from um from Olga just sort of you know talking about i mean really for this minute dialogue wise it starts with her saying you know of course what's it for it sort of ends with you know her saying you know this is how to know when that's what in regards to well i mean the full dialogue i'll just say what's it for you know is that what you want to know you want to know what this is all about is that it gelfling you don't know you never looked at the heavens everything in the heavens is here he- moving as the heavens move this is how to know when that's what so it's like she uses this thing as a as a calendar and kind of as a as a watch <laughs> just very complicated um, I, I think this dialogue also really sets up, well, what she says in the vines introduces that she does this, but this really like illustrates how she just already knows pretty much how this is going to play out. And so she's telling Jen, like, I know what you're thinking. Ask me, what's it for? That's what you're thinking. I know that's what you want to know. Like, I know. The exposition of this. Yeah. I'm way ahead of you. Like, I got to go through this spiel because if I don't, you know, you're not going to know what's going on. Because it's like she knows. She looks at Jen and she knows, like, this is a clueless child. He doesn't know diddly squat. I got to, like, fill him in or else, you know. Then yet again, because we are Jen in that, you know, the first time we oh, see yeah, him, yeah, we have yeah. no idea what's going no, on. No idea. No. <laughs> Jen, we're seeing it through his eyes. And we're sitting there with our jaws on the floor going, what yeah. is this? Well, it's, you know, it's so, so amazing. <laughs> yeah. So Aubrey's yeah. going, yeah, what is it? All right, I'll tell you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> i got you covered yeah yeah exactly yeah so um you know nothing jen snow no (laughs) jen snow (laughs) oh god yeah yeah so um yeah so it's just a great great little start and i think um uh, i mean we got so much to cover with this particular scene so we'll hold off and um we will wrap this up wrap up this uh episode of the dark crystal minute um again thank you so much and uh stay tuned for more the Dark Crystal Minute. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. 
Follow us on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast and on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. Thank you.